Welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode, we are doing a special bonus episode of the podcast. Uh, this was requested by a listener, and I um, just really wanted to get this out as early as possible, so I just decided to hit record today and get it out by today. So, the episode is an ASM article. Uh, today we are learning about Thoth, T-H-O-T-H. Now you may not know Thoth by uh, that name, um, you know, but that's why we're here. We're here to learn. And, uh, if you do know all about Thoth and the uh, mythology of Thoth, then, um, you know, I guess you can just go and fall asleep right now. So, anyway, let's just uh, jump into this episode. Thoth is one of the ancient Egyptian deities. In art, he was often depicted as a man with the head of an ibis or a baboon, animals sacred to him. His feminine counterpart was Seshat, and his wife was Ma'at. He was the god of wisdom, writing, hieroglyphics, science, magic, art, judgment, and the dead. Thoth's chief temple was located in the city of Hermopolis, ancient Egyptian, and then they give me a description of what the ancient city was, but apparently the pronunciation is Kemenu. Kemenu, yes. Uh, later known as El Ashurumain in ancient Arabic. It was partially destroyed in 1826. In Hermopolis, Thoth led the Agdod, a pantheon of eight principal deities, and his spouse was Nemetawi. He also had numerous shrines in other cities. Thoth played many vital and prominent roles in Egyptian mythology, such as maintaining the universe and being one of the two deities, the other being Ma'at, who stood on either side of Ra's solar barge. In the later history of ancient Egypt, Thoth became heavily associated with the arbitration of godly disputes, the art of magic, the system of writing, the development of science, and the judgment of the dead. Next, we move on to name. Etymology is not fully known, but may be reconstructed as, and then they're starting to throw some different symbols at me that I couldn't possibly know where to begin as to how to pronounce them. This reconstruction is based on the ancient Greek borrowing of, looks like, thuth, or thout, and the fact that the name was transliterated into Sadic Coptic variously as thout, T-H-O-O-T, as well as Baharic Coptic um, as thout. According to Theodore Hoffner, Thoth's Egyptian name, written as uh, D-H-W-T-Y, claimed to be the oldest known name for the Ibis, normally written as H-B-J. The addition of T-Y denotes that he possessed the attributes of the Ibis. Hence, 
Thoth's name would mean he who is like the Ibis, according to this interpretation. Further names and spellings. Other forms of the name DHWTY using older transcriptions include Jehuti, Jehuti, spelled as J E H U T Y, as opposed to J A J E H U T I, Tahuti, Tehuti, Zehuti, Tachu, or Tatu. Multiple titles for Thoth, similar to the Pharaonic, Pharaonic, Pharaonic titulary, are also known, including Ashups, Lord of Kemenu, Astin, Kenti, Mehi, Hab, and Aan. In addition, Thoth was also known by specific aspects of himself. For instance, the moon, god, Ia, Dehuti, represented the moon for the entire month. The Greeks related Thoth to their god Hermes due to his similar attributes and functions. One of Thoth's titles, Thrice Great, was translated to the Greek uh, Trismegistus, making Hermes Trismegistus. Sorry, this up. I mean, ancient Arabic spelling, Greek spelling, none of these are my forte. Next, we move on to depictions. Thoth has been depicted in many ways depending on the era and on the aspect the artist wished to convey. Usually, he is depicted in his human form with the head of an ibis. In this form, he can be represented as the reckoner of times and seasons by a headdress of the lunar disk, sitting on the top of a crescent moon resting on his head. When depicted as a form of shu or anchor, he was depicted to be wearing the respective god's headdress. Sometimes he was also seen in art to be wearing the Atev crown or the united crowns of Upper and Lower Egypt. When not depicted in this common form, he sometimes takes the form of the ibis directly. He also appears as a dog-faced baboon or a man with a head of a baboon when he is Aan, the god of equilibrium. In the form of Aa de Juti, he took a more human-looking form. These forms are all symbolic and metaphors for Thoth's attributes. And next we move on to attributes. Thoth's roles in Egyptian mythology were many. He served as scribe of the gods, credited with the invention of writing and Egyptian hieroglyphics. In the underworld, Duat, he appeared as an ape Ani, the god of equilibrium, who reported when the scales weighing the deceased hearts against the feather representing the principal mat was exactly even. The ancient Egyptians regarded Thoth as one, self-begotten and self-produced. He was a master of both physical and moral, in other words, divine law, making proper use of ma'at. He is credited with making the calculations for the establishment of the heavens, stars, earth, and everything in them. The Egyptians credited him as the author of all works of science, religion, 
philosophy and magic. The Greeks further declared him the inventor of astronomy, astrology, the science of numbers, mathematics, geometry, surveying, medicine, botany, theology, civilized government, the alphabet, reading, writing, and oratory. They further claimed he was the true author of every work of every branch of knowledge, human and divine. So, quite a lot of attributes. Next, we move on to mythology. Thoth has played a prominent role in many of the Egyptian myths. In the Osiris myth, being of great aid to Isis, or Isis, I don't know how to pronounce that. I'll say Isis. After Isis gathered together the pieces of Osiris's dismembered body, he gave her the words to resurrect him so she could be impregnated and bring forth Horus. After a battle between Horus and Set, in which he later plucked out Horus's eye, Thoth's counsel provided him the wisdom he needed to recover it. The mythology also credits him with the creation of the 365-day calendar. Originally, according to the myth, the year was only 360 days long and not to sterile during these days, unable to bear children. Thoth gambled with the moon for one... What is it? One... One seventy-second of its light or five days and one. During these five days, Nut and Geb gave birth to Osiris, Set, Isis, and Ephritis. Next we move on to history. Thoth was originally a moon god. The moon not only provides light at night, allowing time to still be measured without the sun, but it phrase it phases its phases and prominence gave it a significant importance in early astrology and astronomy. The perceived cycles of the moon also organized much of Egyptian society's rituals and events, both civil and religious. Consequently, Thoth gradually became seen as a god of wisdom, magic, and the measurement and regulation of events and time. He was thus said to be the secretary and counselor of the sun god Ra, and with Ma'at, truth slash order stood next to Ra on the nightly voyage across the sky. Thoth became credited by the ancient Egyptians as the inventor of writing, hieroglyphics, and was also considered to have been the scribe of the underworld. For this reason, Thoth was universally worshipped by ancient Egyptian scribes. Many scribes had a painting or a picture of Thoth in their office, quote-unquote. Likewise, one of the symbols for scribes was that of the ibis. In art, Thoth was usually depicted with the head of an ibis, possibly because the Egyptians saw the curves of the ibis beak as a symbol of the crescent moon. It's interesting. Sometimes he was depicted as a baboon holding up a crescent moon. During the late period of Egyptian history, a cult of Thoth gained prominence due to its main center, Khmun, Hermopolis Magna, also becoming the capital. Millions of the Nibis were mummified and buried in his honor. Thoth was inserted in many tales as a wise counselor and persuader 
and his association with learning and measurement led him to be to be connected with Sashat, the earlier de deification of wisdom, who was said to be his daughter, or variably his wife. Thoth's qualities also led him being identified by the Greeks with their closest matching god, Hermes, with whom Thoth was eventually combined as Hermes Trismegatus. Not sure if I pronounced that correctly. Also leading the Greeks, naming Thoth's culture center, cult center, excuse me, as Hermopolis, meaning city of Hermes. In the papyrus of any copy of the Egyptian Book of the Dead, the scribe proclaims, quote, I am thy writing palette, O Thoth, and I have brought unto thee thine ink jar. I am not of those who work iniquity in their secret places. Let not evil happen unto me. End quote. Chapter 30b, Budge, of the Book of the Dead, is by the oldest tradition said to be work of Thoth himself. There was also an Egyptian pharaoh of the 16th dynasty named Jehuti Thoth after him and who reigned for three years. Artapanus of Alexandria, an Egyptian Jew who lived in the 3rd or 2nd century BC, uh, humorized Thoth Hermes as an historical human being and claimed he was the same person as Moses, based primarily on their shared roles as author of texts and creators of laws. Artapanus's biography of Moses conflates traditions about Moses and Thoth and invents many details. Many later authors from late antiquity to the Renaissance either identified Hermes Trismegatus with Moses or regarded them as contemporaries who expounded similar beliefs. And I think we come up to the last section, which is modern cultural references. Thoth has been seen as a god of wisdom and has been used in modern literature, especially since the early 20th century when ancient Egyptian ideas were quite popular. Aleister Crowley's Egyptian-style Thoth Tarot Deck and its written description in his 1944 book, The Book of Thoth, were named in reference to the theory that tarot cards were the Egyptian Book of Thoth. H.P. Lovecraft also used the word Thoth as a basis for his god Yog Sohath, a god of knowledge. In Mika Watari's The Egyptian, the illegitimate son of Sinue is named after Thoth, much to the surprise of his father. Thoth is mentioned as one of the pantheon in the 1831 issue of The Wicked Plus the Divine. Thoth appears as Mr. Ibis in Neil Gaiman's American Gods. The principal mecca and zone of the Enders is named Jehuti. Thoth is a playable character in the Battle Arena game Smite. In the 2016 film Gods of Egypt, Thoth is played by Chadwick Boseman. Thoth is the name of a physic, is it physically, psych, psychically. Excuse me. Thoth is the name of the psychically generated entity in the series JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. 
he manifests in the form of a comic book whose illustrations predict the future. And lastly, Thoth is the name of the station monitoring activities and the location of a major battle in the novel Leviathan Wakes. And so there you have it. That was Thoth, Egyptian god. Um, not the longest, I understand, but again, you know, occasionally I get uh, a request here and there and I feel compelled to really get it out as quickly as possible. So sorry for butchering some of these Egyptian and Greek names, not my forte. Um, so apologies if that was distracting. Sure hope it wasn't too distracting. Remember that if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, you can always email me. Hello at sleep and relax, ASMR.com. That's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening and take care.